Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And once again, welcome to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. This is a special episode, episode two of my sports documentaries. I'm a huge fan of the documentaries, the ESPN 30 for 30 series, and I have created some sports documentaries dedicated to Columbus, Georgia. So last week, I dedicated my sports documentary to the 2006 Northern Little League World Series champions. This week... It's all about USA softball, the 1996 Olympics. So if that was the greatest moment in Columbus sports history, this was the greatest moment in Columbus as the USA women's softball team won the gold medal, defeating China at historic Golden Park. And I will talk about the journey from start to finish when Atlanta was announced as the host city for the 1996 Olympics and Columbus put in a bid to be one of the cities to host softball. Of course, it was a hot ticket, a brand new sport in the Olympics, and I saw video highlights. Golden Park was lit. Golden Park was at full capacity. They even had outfield seats. It looked amazing on TV. It's too bad I didn't live in Columbus at the time. You know, that was 26 years ago. But I hope you enjoy my second documentary. And no, I attempted to reach out to Lisa Fernandez. She could not do an interview for this documentary. But I hope you enjoy this documentary. It's just going to be me talking about USA softball. Looks the ball inside. We've actually got a pinch hitter here. This is Zhu Jiang. And she came into the Australian game as well. As a pinch hitter, she's in for Enzong Zin this time. Two strikes on her. Low for a ball outside. The game is over. The US win the gold. China gets the silver. Australia gets the bronze. And scenes of great delirium for the US team as they smother the winning, uh, well, she's not the winning pitcher, the closing pitcher, Lisa Fernandez. But she's contributed a big part of this series win for the US team. And great disappointment for China. Mixed with smiles and laughs and even a few tears on the winning side. There's Sheila Cornell and Doc Richardson. And long faces and tears too from the Chinese team. Back to the US side. And Lisa Fernandez with the last out. And the jumping bean herself throws a glove in the air and prepares to be smothered by her teammates. It was Gillian Box, the catcher, that got out there first. And down they go in a pile. All right, welcome back to the show. And on the show today, I have Columbus legend, 
Dave Plata, you have been covering Columbus sports for 37 years now. Dave, we got some subjects that we want to talk about. Of course, this is going to be part of the documentary series that I'm airing on my podcast weekly. I'm just I'm proud to be in the city of Columbus. There's a lot of great sports memories that I don't want anybody to forget. And so that's why I've started this. It's like a ESPN 30 for 30. And so I'm really glad that I could get sound bites from you and that you're willing to be a part of this. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Well, it's great. I was there for most of these. So, I mean, for people tend to forget all the great things that have happened and remind folks to take them back so they can be, Oh, I remember that I was this, I was, you know, that that's fun. I mean, and, and it's just the folks from Columbus, most people don't realize how many great sports moments we have had. You know, certainly since I got here in 1985, how many great sports moments there have been in Columbus and in this area, Columbus, Phoenix City, the whole area. How many great things have happened and reminding folks of, of all the cool stuff. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, Dave, let's talk about, in my opinion, the greatest sports moment to happen on Columbus soil. And we're talking about the 1996 Olympics, the USA softball team. First of all, let's go back all the way to 1990. When Atlanta was awarded the city to host the 1996 Olympics, you were there in Columbus. Do you remember when Columbus put the bid to be one of the cities to host softball? There were so many events, and uh, Atlanta, of course, you know, big city and everything else. But Columbus, I mean, the, the city put forth the effort to build the softball complex, and the whole point was let's pick something and let's make that our, our uh, calling card here. And when they did that, getting Olympic softball, you know, was, the, it was a catalyst to get the whole, the whole softball complex built. The one that's been used so much used of course for the state championships since it was built, we had professional softball here after that, but it was Olympic softball that really set the stage to make Columbus a center for, for softball, for uh, softball of all ages. So 1990, Atlanta was awarded the city to host the Olympics. 1991, that was a big year because the IOC awarded softball and baseball as official Olympic sports. So I know that the women's softball team, they won a gold medal in the Pan Am Games in the Pan Am Games in 1991. But here comes a dominant team, the USA women's softball team led by Lisa Fernandez. She was just a great pitcher. I remember seeing highlights of the gold medal game against China at Golden Park. That place was packed. They had they even had outfield seats. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, the seats were set up in the outfield um, for all the games, and pretty much all the softball was sold out. I managed to see one of the games. I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head. Now I think Canada was playing somebody. It was great. It was a great experience to be in there. Now to cover, I was not allowed inside the stadium to cover it because. The Olympics uh, were, uh, you know, televised by NBC, and I did not work at an NBC station, and so we had to do what we could from where we could for the gold medal game. I was out in the parking lot uh, doing cut-ins. We we'd aired something, uh, a movie of some. Uh, I can't even remember what the movie was or the show was, but it's something that we were rolling ourselves. It wasn't from network, which allowed us to cut in. So I was doing half inning updates and i was watching this i could see the scoreboard from out the parking lot out by, by you know, up past first base and we had uh one of our satellite dishes we were able to pick up the low first base camera 
from the Canadian Broadcasting Company's televising of the game. So all I could do is I was hearing, okay, somebody rounded first. And I was like, okay, that must have been a single. And so I followed the game like that for the parking lot. Of course, I had the I had every the the roster memorized, you know, by number. I knew who everybody was because we had done so much with the softball team. Um, we did, you know, story story after story during practices. We traveled with the team when they went to Oklahoma City and Tulsa for uh, exhibition games, and we shot those games. I ended up ended up doing an eight part series and a half hour special on the softball team. Got to know all the girls really well, and it was a great time. But being there and actually we actually announced on channel when I was working for channel nine, we actually announced the win, the game, uh, the results of the game before NBC did. This is back. Okay. When, yeah. NBC only had one channel to put everything. You know, they had NBC. That was it. Now, of course, you've got all the, the satellite network channels that they can do things on and they show everything you throw on the Internet. That wasn't available back then. No, not in 1996. Yeah, and their coverage turned out to be about two minutes worth total, and it was done like two hours after the game was over. So anybody who wanted to watch the game, sorry, you couldn't watch the game. They showed a couple of highlights, and that was it. That was the entire coverage of softball. And it was really disappointing for everybody in Columbus, except for the fact that, hey, we had it. That was much more important. All the players were so great, too. They were great to deal with, good folk, good, good ladies. The ladies were great. So the USA women's softball team had a near-perfect season. The tournament started July 21st. Here's some of the games. I mean, they beat Puerto Rico 10-0. They beat the Netherlands 9-0. Japan 6-0. Chinese Taipei 4-0. But the biggest upset came on the Joe Ann Brown two-run homer as Australia upset the United States. Of course, this was in the preliminaries. Of course, the United States went on to play for the gold and they beat China. But do you remember that moment when Lisa Fernandez was pitching a perfect game and she was down to the final strike and Joanne Brown hit that two run homer as Australia yeah. upset? You know, oh, States? yeah, it was just like, what just happened? And sometimes a loss isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of a wake up call. You know, it, it it'll tell you, OK, we better work on this or whatever. So uh, sometimes you need that wake up call and they did just fine. Once it got to elimination play to say the least. And that was a very special team. Of course, Lisa Fernandez, one of the greatest softball players in USA history played collegiate softball at UCLA. I believe she's now an assistant coach, assistant softball coach at UCLA. Sure. But there were other players too. Now do not forget there was <laughs> Dot Richardson, the shortstop. Oh yeah, actually, that's right. That dot is dot is she's an orthopedic surgeon. And she already was an orthopedic surgeon. She'd already yeah, she'd been a surgeon before the Olympics. And you had that pitching staff, an amazing pitching staff, Michelle Smith, who also played first base. Um, you had uh, Michelle Granger might have been the fastest pitcher out of all of them. She's swinging at you know 70 plus. Um just the depth of that team, just how good they were. It was just an amazing thing to watch. And it will always go down as the first team to officially win gold medal at the Olympics. And just such a great moment for the city of Columbus. I I believe that was probably the greatest sports moment on Columbus soil. I want to thank Dave Plata for joining the show. As I love doing these sports documentaries, we had fun talking about the 1996 USA softball team led by Lisa Fernandez, Dot Richardson. Such a great team 
that was able to win their first gold medal. And living in both Atlanta and Columbus, I wasn't around for the 1996 Summer Olympics. But what a great moment for the city of Columbus to have hosted USA Softball. As you could see a sign coming into the city of Columbus. And it will always be known as the site of USA Softball for the 1996 Olympics. Just a great venue. Historic Golden Park was converted into a softball field. They had outfield seats. The broadcast just looked amazing. There were so many fans out there. And Dave Plata tells the story best. He was there as an eyewitness. And I just really appreciate him being on the show. So next week's documentary, it's going to be all about the big hurt. Frank Thomas considered the greatest athlete to ever come out of the Fountain City. Not going to have him on as a guest, but Dave Plata will once again join me on the show, and we will talk about his legacy and how he came up from Columbus High School to go play baseball and football at the University of Auburn to get drafted by the Chicago White Sox and finally win a World Series ring with the White Sox in 2005. So I'm really looking forward to having that documentary. And just a little sneak preview, if you want to know about all the documentaries that I am going to feature, the next one after that, so in two weeks, the next one is going to be Sam Mitchell. I am a huge basketball fan. I loved watching the NBA in the 1990s. Sam Mitchell playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves when he was at his best is when the Timberwolves were an expansion team. And Sam Mitchell was a great forward. He was a small forward, power forward, but led the team in rebounds. Really, his legacy is when he was at Columbus High School and they went on to play for legendary head coach Bill Bibb at the University of Mercer leading them to an NCAA tournament berth in 1985. And I got others. I'm just so excited that I'm able to provide these sports documentaries. Thank you for listening, and we shall see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill. You know, when I want to relax and watch the game, I love Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill. It is the official post-game after party for your Columbus Rapids. Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill offers big screens to cheer on your favorite team and the best food that you will ever have while watching the game. Located at 9501 Veterans Parkway in Midland, Georgia, Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill is a proud supporter of this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 
Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.